0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Welcome in everybody to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borkey. Glad that you are with me on this Wednesday mid morning, as I record this on this Wednesday. Ole Miss, Missouri baseball, anyway, gets uh, gets set tomorrow. We'll talk about that later on in the week. Obviously, uh, I mean, you guys know the drill already. Ole Miss has to go at a absolute minimum eight and one, and then also needs to do some things in Hoover if they're going to make the postseason. Uh, so gotta sweep this one at least it feels like it and anyway we'll talk about that later on this week today we're talking football two things happened Ole Miss got a commitment from a defensive player uh, that they needed desperately and they need more desperately but a good start so far uh, in this portal window which has closed by the way and there's no quarterback in it at least as of right now now apparently they're there can be some delays with when it's reported versus when they enter, and so I'm not going to do the definitive dart nor Sanders have hit the portal, here's what that means, podcast, until we like know that neither of them uh, have hit the portal. We'll talk about that later as well. So uh, defensive commitment and then a list that is just outright disrespectful to the aforementioned quarterbacks on the roster. Uh, this is the second— such list that I've seen this all season, this one coming from on three. and it is an absolute joke. Like I, I, I'm in the content game. I understand that sometimes in the content game people do things to get people to engage with and click on their content. But the the second such list where Jackson Dart and Spencer Sanders are just so deeply disrespected by helmet bias and we'll talk about that later uh, as well. But please uh, don't forget to follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky. B-O-R-K-E-Y. And if you're listening to this podcast in browser, we appreciate you checking out the website. But hop on over to your favorite podcast app, pull out your, uh, hopefully your C-Spire phone, but pull out your phone, search Rebel Report, and leave a rating and a review after you subscribe to the podcast. I do want to start with this, though. Uh, forgive me for... Uh, being a, a little sappy or however you want to describe this uh, to start but I, I feel like I need to uh, I need to do this I need to talk about this whatever the case may be um I went back and listened to the last edition of this podcast and it it just was a clear indication of something that I've been thinking for a long time uh, not to get into details because you guys don't need the the details uh, there has been some, a couple of things that have happened in, in my personal life that have really affected me. And I have been deeply, deeply distracted by them and trying to get through them and get past it and get on the other side and focus on my mental health and that kind of stuff. And it's taken me a while and frankly, a lot longer than I've expected. And at times I have thought that I was okay and I'm moving forward and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm clearly not. I'm definitely not. I'm Frankly, I'm not okay, and and I'm trying to be, but um, these things have affected me and and distracted me deeply, and they've taken all my uh, emotional capital. And uh, luckily, the radio show has gone well, and my work on that, I think, has gone well, and my presence there uh, has gone well, but when that ends, uh, I'm I'm kind of exhausted mentally, and I have not, to, to be fully transparent put my best foot forward on this podcast. I have just been so distracted that I have not been able to give you guys good content on this feed. If, if you're still here, I appreciate you because I have not given you um, what your time is worth. And I know these are shorter podcasts compared to you know our three-hour radio show or some other podcast out there, but um, it, it hasn't been good enough. And it's yeah, not to make excuses, although I guess that's what this sounds like. I, I have been distracted. Uh, I have been emotionally drained and and mentally distracted, and I'm working on it and I'm trying to get through it. But I know uh, after listening, uh, which I used to listen to every single thing I've produced, but I have not done that lately. Uh, b- but I know you haven't gotten my best effort. Yeah, uh, because I, I have again been deeply distracted. I'm working on it. I'm getting through it. I don't need you know. I, I would appreciate. You know, you guys don't need to reach out to me or anything. I'm fine. I, I, I'm gonna get through it. But I'm I'm here admitting to you now that uh, the content on this feed is going to improve and it's going to improve right away because you guys deserve it. Uh the great sponsors of this podcast deserve it. Super talk deserves it. And so I'm I'm working on it. And it will get better. Uh for example, I, I've missed games that I'm supposed to watch so I can do this show. Um because my energy and my focus and my mind has been elsewhere, and, and that's not acceptable. I have not been on top of things, uh, and and that's going to change. You will get better podcasts moving forward on this feed. I promise you that. Just please bear with me as, uh, as I work through this, but uh, I appreciate you not leaving me, I guess is what I'm trying to say here. Thank you for hanging on. Um, this will get better and you will get uh, the content that you and your time deserve. So putting that aside, let's talk a, a little football here. Liberty, defensive back. Uh, you know, I'm going to butcher his name. I, I looked uh, up some videos. I couldn't find uh, true pronunciations, but I think it's Dijon Anthony. Dijon Anthony he plays defensive back. Uh, some quotes that he gave uh, indicates that he is prepared and uh, has been told that he will uh, get – Looks and snaps at multiple different spots on the Ole Miss defense. He was heavily recruited. Don't let Liberty fool you. That's the the beauty of the transfer portal. Sometimes, is guys like him, who who got a, who, he was deeply under recruited, uh, has a you know an interesting story uh, for sure. Uh, but you know, in one of my group messages, I had a friend that was like, "Ah, I just don't know about getting guys from Liberty." And I said, "Watch the NFL draft." Look at where some of those guys have come from. Just because he's been playing for Liberty doesn't mean he can't be an SEC player. Uh, Sometimes it takes guys years to develop and blossom into the players that they are. He was heavily recruited. A lot of teams, including SEC teams, wanted this player, and he ended up going to Ole Miss. Kudos to Neil McCready, by the way. Uh, I I think this is awesome, and and I, I hope it's... It it inspires it to be standard practice moving forward. Neil straight up asked him about NIL. Just asked him because that's part of the story now in recruiting. And so many people in media are just terrified, just terrified of going down that road. And I don't understand why. It's now the main fabric of recruiting. Ask them about it. And if they give you a stock answer, then they give you a stock answer. But this guy mentioned that he got... Or he, Other schools talked to him about NIL deals up to 150000 Now, truthfully, a, a defensive back transfer is not worth $150,000 for a year. Um, so I don't know. He didn't say specifically what school talked to him about a number that high. He said that Ole Miss didn't offer him the most money, but they offered him the best opportunity to, to showcase his skills in the SEC at multiple spots, and that's why he chose Ole Miss. That is... I think quality reporting, because that's part of the story now. You've got to ask those questions. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad Neil did that. Uh, it's it, You got an interesting answer. He is getting money from Ole Miss, because of course he is. It, th- that's recruiting now. It's not illegal. The, the state law says that you're allowed to do that. It was part of the recruiting. It was part of why he chose Ole Miss, but not the number one reason, because he would have gone elsewhere. That is an interesting, interesting uh, note here, but that's a big pickup for, uh, for Ole Miss. Uh, they, they need it. They need defensive help at every level. They need it on the defensive line. They need it at linebacker, and they need it in the secondary, and they got it. This is a really good start for this window. Again, as I said before, the window is closed, but there's there's players in the portal that have yet to decide, and um this is a good start. This is what they needed. They need a handful of others but an encouraging start to the second portal window for the Ole Miss defense. Um, th- they desperately needed a player like this, and and they've got him. And they expect him to impact this football team this year. Uh, you hope he can come in and acclimate, and uh, because you know the the influx of the roster, players in, players out, players in, players out all the time can lead to uh, lacking team chemistry. That, that, that is an underrated thing with old Misses' strategy that people don't talk about enough is the fact that it can lead to some lacking uh, team chemistry. It's, it's a fair question. Apparently, some of that did creep into the locker room last year. So, so you hope that, that this player can come in and, and acclimate and, and become a part of the team quickly because they expect him to play and he's a big pickup and he can play, especially at this level and uh, good for Ole Miss, good for Pete Golding uh, to to get him in the boat because they needed it, and they need a a few more as well. So that's your quote-unquote news of the day. Ole Miss gets a Dijon Anthony, I believe is how you say his first name. I tried. I I looked it up. I I couldn't find anybody that gave me a definitive uh, answer for for how to say his name. So I'm hoping I'm saying it correctly. I will get it right once Ole Miss puts his name on the pronunciation guide uh, moving forward, but... For now, that's what we'll go with, and either way, uh, his uh, his highlights, which of course they're highlights, uh, his stats, his size, and his quotes, honestly, uh, lead you to believe that it's a good pickup for uh, for Ole Miss. They made him a priority, and they got him. They just need to go get a few more as, uh, as well. We'll transition to the most disrespectful quarterback list that I've ever seen. But first, I want to remind you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you or your business are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, and you're in the market for office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage and data security, IT projects, phone systems, if it's tech if, and if it's in the office and your business needs it and you're located in Mississippi, check them out. ABSMS.com. And told them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So, All you got to do is tell them what you need, what your budget is. They'll come out, perform an assessment for you on me, absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. 16 locations across the state of Mississippi, conveniently located for you. They also, of course, have online banking, but it's a one-stop shop. You don't need three different apps to do everything you want to do with your online banking. Just an internet connection is all you need. And uh, your Priority One Bank online banking platform can do it all. They also have local loan servicing uh, and decision-making, so you don't have to get on the phone or on Zoom with somebody out of state to get a loan and get that loan serviced. Priority One Bank making you their priority. I saw this list yesterday from On3, and it is garbage, horrible. And again, I'm in the content game. I understand how hard it is to do football content 365 days a year. There's only 12 or 13, sometimes 14 games that your team plays, depending on how good they are. It's hard uh, in the first week of May to do college football content. However, this from On3 is a joke, and it's their top 10 quarterback unit rankings list. The entire room, not just one player, not just the starter, the entire room, However, it is terrible. Let's go through it. Helmet bias, my friends, helmet bias. USC number one, I'm cool with that. I get it. You have the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, the best quarterback in college football. I don't even care what's behind him. If you put that at number one, totally, absolutely fine putting that at uh, number one. They also have two five stars behind him, I believe. So USC number one, that's fine. All good. LSU number two. Now, I get it. I wouldn't put them number two, but I get it. Jaden Daniels won the West last year. He's an experienced quarterback before he went to LSU with a five-star behind him. I don't think it's the number two room in college football, but like I can see the rationale for why On3 thinks that that's the number two unit. It's not what I would do, but I get it. It makes sense. Number three is where the problems start. They have Texas. Now, Texas is the most perpetually overrated everything in all of college sports. I like Austin. Austin's a cool place. Austin's really cool. I like Austin. So don't get me wrong there. They are perpetually overrated in football. Everything about Texas is overinflated, overrated, all that. Number three quarterback unit in all of college football that has Quinn Ewers, who was good in spots last year, but that's all he was. Frankly, he was kind of stinky most of the time. It's a word I used in the radio show yesterday, and a couple listeners made fun of me. That's okay. I've Got thick skin sometimes. Um, And then Malik Murphy looked good. Apparently in the spring game, he looked like one of the best backup quarterbacks in the country. Oh, wow. And then Arch Manning. So, you have a starter who has been just okay, and two guys that have never played, one of which should still be in high school. And that is the third best quarterback room in all of college football. Yeah, BS. But that's not even the worst part about this. Texas is perpetually overrated, Texas is in front of North Carolina. Which is hilarious to me, because regardless of what's behind Drake May, Drake May carries North Carolina over Texas. Because, again, the guys behind yours have not shown you anything. You don't know what they're capable of. Arch stunk in the spring game. Stunk. He should be in high school. It's not fair to criticize him for that, but still, he did. North Carolina at four. Oklahoma at five. You know, Dylan Gabriel's good. He's thrown uh, uh, like 1,400 passes in his college career or something like that. The guy's behind him completely and totally unproven. But still, I get it. I don't love it. I get it. Number six, Georgia. Yes, Georgia. You know you, We haven't mentioned Ole Miss yet. We got a few more teams to go before we get there. But Georgia at number six. I get it. They have the best roster in college football. I get it. They'll be favored to win every game on their schedule, but it has nothing to do with quarterback play. Nothing at all. Georgia's quarterback room has a combined zero starts. None. They haven't taken a single meaningful snap in college football. Not one. Not a single Georgia quarterback in that room has done anything to show anybody that they're good. Oh, I get it, though. Oh, they But, they. hey, they were heavily recruited quarterbacks. Yes. Yes, they were, and that's awesome. Look at the quarterback rankings every year. Even five-star quarterbacks are more likely to flame out than become Heisman Trophy winners. It's the toughest, most difficult position to predict. And so Georgia's got a room full of guys that, yes, had good recruiting pedigree, but haven't proven a damn thing. How on earth? Let's remove Ole Miss from it for a second. Just take Ole Miss out of it. Move them aside. How on earth? Do you have Georgia ahead of Arkansas? You you haven't seen those guys play. You know what Arkansas, at least what one quarterback's capable of. Hell, Mississippi State. You could take Will Rogers and put him on Georgia and they'd win every game this season. They'd go 12-0, undefeated. Schedule's a joke. I don't know if you've looked at it yet. Check it out. It's terrible. So even removing Ole Miss from this, Georgia doesn't have the number six quarterback room, at least for what we know, in the SEC but you're telling me it's the sixth best in the country? And let's loop Ole Miss in. Ole Miss, in their quarterback room, has six seasons of starts. Not six games, six seasons. Now, Jackson Dart's first year at Southern Cal was not a complete season, but he started games. He has two years where he started games, and Spencer Sanders has four. And then the third guy's a five-star. How, aside from helmet bias, which is what what it is here, that's what it is. It's helmet bias. Aside from helmet bias, why on earth is Georgia ranked ahead of Ole Miss? Or Arkansas? Or Mississippi State? They have Tennessee ranked ahead of Ole Miss. Let's continue. Oregon at seven. Yeah, with Bo Nix. Oregon at seven. Tennessee at eight. Tennessee's going to start Joe Milton this year, who lost his job because he couldn't throw an accurate pass to anybody. Lost his starting job. They're ranked ahead of Ole Miss. UCLA just lost their starting quarterback. He got picked up by somebody in the draft. UCLA. UCLA's quarterback room right now features Ethan Garbers, the Cal transfer. Colin Shelley, the Kent State transfer, and a true freshman. And yet on three has that ranked ahead of the Ole Miss room who has six seasons of starts. Somebody explained to me how a human being who covers college football for a living could have their list like that. Unless you're talking about helmet bias. That's all it is. I know Jackson Dart had played last year and had flaws. He certainly wasn't perfect. But I would take Jackson Dart over what I've seen from Joe Milton. But even if you don't, even if you think Milton's better, then bring in Spencer Sanders with his four years of starts, the all-time leading passer in Oklahoma State football history. UCLA's got a Kent State transfer and the guy that couldn't shake it at Cal. And that's better than Ole Miss george has got a quarterback room that has taken zero snaps in meaningful game action. And that's better than Ole Miss. What? I'll tell you what. Helmet bias. It's all it is. That's simply all it is. Now Ole Miss is going to have a chance to go prove him wrong because that's what the actual football games are for. But. I'm kind of mystified at the dis. This this is the second quarterback list that has been deeply disrespectful to Ole Miss. Another one, I think it was from 24 seven had Ole Miss the 11th best quarterback situation in the sec, even behind Vanderbilt. I'm not a big benefit of the doubt guy, but you would think that that Lane Kiffin would have earned some of that with how his quarterbacks play under him, but also with six seasons of starts in in the, I, I don't get it outside of helmet bias. I don't get it. It's a shame though, that, 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 that is how college football is covered. When you've got greatness everywhere, by God, you got to put Georgia up there. Why? Well, because it's Georgia and not for any actual real explainable reason. It's a shame. It really is. But your quarterback room is better than that, and if uh, the portal has closed and uh, neither Dart nor Sanders have entered, whoo, we've got some stuff to talk about uh, this offseason for sure. Because that goes against um, that goes against a lot of things that uh, were promised and talked about going into this situation. So, hey, we're uh, we're about to have a fun summer. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Thanks for for checking the podcast out. Content on this page will uh, will improve, will be better. I promise you, moving forward. Thank you guys for tuning in. Talk to you again on Friday. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.